أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله تعالى على رسوله سيدنا محمد سيدنا وسندنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومولانا صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد عن سعد بن أبي وقاص رضي الله تعالى عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم كان يتعوذ دبرا دبر الصلوات بهؤلاء الكلمات اللهم إني أعوذ بك من الجبن والبخل وأعوذ بك من أن أرد إلى أرض العمر وأعوذ بك من فتنة الدنيا وأعوذ بك من فتنة القبر رواه البخاري وأن معاذ رضي الله تعالى عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أخذ بيده وقال يا معاذ والله إني لأحبك فقال أوسيك يا معاذ لا تدعنا في كل في دبر كل صلاة تقول اللهم أعني على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك رواه أبو داود بإسناد صحيح. So the first narration is from Sayyidina Sa'd ibn Abi Waqas radiyallahu ta'ala anhu that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam at the end of every prayer would seek refuge uh, using these words. O Allah, indeed I seek refuge with you uh, from cowardice and from miserliness. And I seek refuge with you uh, that I should be returned to uh, a decrepit age. That I should become so old that I become helpless like a child. That's where the where the Radda Yeruddu comes from that day. I should return back to that condition of helplessness. Uh, and I seek refuge in you from the torment of this world and I seek refuge from in you from the torment of the grave. Your fitna is in its uh, asl, asli meaning, the haqiqi meaning of fitna, literal meaning of fitna is, is, is torment. And then the majazi meaning, the metaphorical meaning is that test that you're going to fail or that there's a great chance you'll fail uh, in, which is going to result in torment. Uh, and so... This is one of the things for those who read the Risalat Ibn Abi Zayd, which maybe only you. The Ibn Abi Zayd, they nicknamed him Malik al-Saghir, both of you, all three of you, I guess. Malik al-Saghir, because of his jama' between the mastery of fiqh and the mastery of hadith. And so his Risala is a very unique work uh, and a very special work. It's one of the first uh, of the compendia of fiqh that were uh, written and spread far and wide in the ummah. Uh, it's one of its commentaries was written by Qadi Abdul Wahhab in Baghdad so it, it spread far and wide to Andalus to Morocco etc and uh, um, you know the copy sitting right here with the uh, with the Riyadh al-Salihin if a person wants to know you know what it is that I uh, spend my life uh, and wish to spend my life on it's these two things that are right next to each other um, and so the uh, you know, the book is a unique book. Why? Because he's writes it as a guide of how a person can follow the sunnah. Obviously, the haikal of the, the fiqh is according to the madhab of Malik because you have to have things be internally consistent. But he, one of the interesting things that he does, not only tells the lafz of the tashahud, which many fiqh books will not, but uh, he also includes a set of du'as that a person is supposed to say at the, you know, after the tashahud and after the salat and salam on the Prophet And I know many people, I've, I've met people, you know, 
Uh, I met a man, a very intelligent man, uh, a very uh, intelligent man. His Arabic is so good that he can uh, make verse in extempore. And uh, I've seen it before that he's, he'll sit in there like imams and mashaykh that will sit and like listen, listen to him do this. And they're impressed by it. And uh, however, he said to me, he said, I wasted my life reading fiqh. I should have just read Bukhari. And uh, I said, I read both of them, although maybe not to the degree that you are talking about. And uh, I feel like you, you, you're right. You did waste your life reading whatever you read to say something like that. At any rate, with all love and respect for people and uh, to, you know, admitting what their virtues are and accepting them. Coming back to the issue, there are a lot of people who read these ch- books as children. And then they say, oh, this is just like Qurafat that like our forefathers taught us. Whereas really, you know, if you want to open the books of Hadith, all of those things, they're all there. They're all there. You'll find them in one place or, or another. And it takes someone like Nawawi or someone like, you know, Khatib, Waliuddin Tabrizi and the Mishkat al-Masabih to make it even something that would be something you can have in one volume. Uh, rather than having to research several very long books. So one of the things he has is something similar to this in, uh, in wording. He says that, uh, that he, used to, he used to seek refuge <coughs> at the end of his prayer, uh, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, uh, from cowardice and from miserliness. Miserliness being a type of cowardice that has to do with how you spend your money. And he sought refuge in Allah Ta'ala that he should return to uh, uh, the most decrepit of ages, meaning return to the state of helplessness like a child. And that uh, from the punishment of this world and the punishment of the grave. And Sayyidina Mu'ad bin Jabal radiallahu ta'ala anhu narrates another hadith. This is a very, it's a very beautiful hadith. And it's interesting for a reason that I'll mention as well after translating uh, its contents. Sayyidina Mu'adh bin Jabal radiallahu ta'ala who narrates that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam took him by the hand and said, O oh Mu'adh, indeed I love you, like I have love for you. He says, and I give you this wasiyah, I give you this, uh, um, I give you this bequest, O oh Mu'adh. Don't ever leave after every salat that you pray at the end of it. Don't ever leave uh, saying, uh, Oh Allah, aid me uh, upon your dhikr, your praise and your remembrance, and upon your shukr, upon thankfulness to you, and upon husni ibadatik, upon worshipping you in a beautiful way, in a way that's uh, colored in ihsan. So this hadith is interesting for a number of reasons, one of which is that this is from the Musal Salat. You familiar with Musal Salat? You familiar with them? So Musal Salat are the, trans- the hadiths that are transmitted with some sort of some sort of uh, descriptor or adjective or action that is above the actual words, the matan of the hadith. So there are Musal Salat, that these are the hadith that every narrator of it is from the Ahlul Bayt of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. These are the Musal Salat, every narrator of it is a woman. These are the Musal Salat that, you know, so this Musal Salat is what? It's transmitted with the unbroken chain from the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. 
with every narrator when they narrated it to the next person they say I also l love you so and I also give you this bequest that after you're done with your salat never ignore saying Allahumma a'inni ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik you'll find it uh, you'll find it it's one of the actually many of the musal salat I would say that if you were to compile a collection of them if the collection is more than like 10 or 15 most of the musal salat are probably da'if this is one of the ones that is actually well transmitted that, that both the matan of the hadith is sahih and the the, the tasalsul that's, that goes with it is also sahih so like I heard from my sheikh uh, uh, Ustaji Mulana Hassan um, and he heard through his sheikh in the sanad that goes through as a sheikh Zakaria rahimahullah ta'ala and goes through uh, Shawaliullah to the different narrators that goes through to uh, Sayyidina Mu'ad bin Jabal radiallahu ta'ala anhu that I also love you all of you who are gathered here today indeed I love all of you and uh, I give you this bequest and this wasiyah that you never omit or leave out after every single one of your prayers to say Allahumma a'inni ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik O Allah, aid me in your remembrance and in your uh, thankfulness and in worshipping you in a, in a beautiful way in a way that's uh, uh, imbued with ihsan and this is also what because the thing is that dua, like, uh, uh, like you know, as Tanvi said, and like undoubtedly the Mashaykh from before him said, uh, when asked, he asked, he was asked, like, why is it that, you know, like, why do we have to make dua? Allah already knows what we need. So the point is not to inform Allah of your needs. The point of the dua is not to inform Allah Ta'ala of your needs, but it is to uh, show and manifest your slavehood to Allah Ta'ala. And so the person who asks Allah Ta'ala for help in even worshipping him, this is a, a, a supreme manifestation of a person's slavehood in front of the Lord. It's hard enough to, to, to ask for your needs. If it was easy, everybody would have done it. But in asking for help for Allah's worship and Allah's praise, which sadly many people actually, even when they do it, they act like they're doing Allah Ta'ala a favor. They say, I've been making dua for so long and my duas haven't been answered. I've been worshipping Allah for so long. This is an ummah, we have this collective collective problem, right? The whole shikwa, jawab, shikwa. Why is it, ya Allah, we've been, we're the ones who say la ilaha illallah and like why are we the ones who are downtrodden? So what, do you want a gold medal? Like what do you want, pat yourself on the back? You know, what do you want out of all of this? As if you're saying to Allah, Ta'ala, like I did my part of the bargain. There's no, there's no, it's, it's all one-sided. There's, there's no, uh, you know, we're not doing anything back for you. And this is what, to ask Allah Ta'ala, to make dua to Allah Ta'ala, to help you to remember Him, and to help you to be thankful to Him, and to help you to worship Him in the way that He deserves to be worshipped, which is that is, you worship Him as if you see Him, and if not, then to know that He sees you. It's a supreme manifestation of slavehood. Other people are not even familiar with this manifestation of slavehood. The idea didn't occur to them except for except for they learned it from us, for someone who learned it from us and they just copied it afterward. Otherwise, if you were even to look at, you know, the 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 the, the dean of other people, look at the Christians, one of the greatest, one of the greatest proofs, open and shut, proofs that their uh, the person who was crucified was not Sayyidina Isa alayhi salam, is that this is the one sentence in the entire uh, in the entire uh, Bible that's still untranslated out of Aramaic even though uh, the oldest copies they have of the Bible are in Greek which is a language that Sayyidina Isa never even spoke and did not understand 
uh, through any normal means at any rate. Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani. Oh my, my Lord, oh my Lord, why have you forsaken me? They say that this is even Christ doesn't have this much slavehood that he uh, put in front of Allah, that the question should come up as if he's owed uh, something else other than this. So why have you forsaken me? Why did you leave me behind? Obviously Sayyidina Isa wouldn't have said that. So it's a weird like little Easter egg that they, they carry around with them as a proof against them on the Day of Judgment. It's not something that you can easily explain or readily explain even in this world. But, uh, uh, you know, that's what the other adiyan, that's what their gold standard is for worship. You do something and then I get something. We say there's, Allah gives from His fadl, from His generosity. We don't, we owe everything, we're owed nothing. So the person who thinks of it that way, they think of also then the obedience as a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the dhikr and the shukr and the husni ibadatik. And so this is the wasiyah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam too. Sayyidina Mu'ad bin Jabal, uh, uh, who he loved and who he uh, uh, declared was a'lamukum bil halali wal haram. He was the faqih. He was, he was the, the one who was the most learned of people of what is uh, uh, halal and what is uh, haram. And uh, this is this is his wasiyah to him, and through this Mubarak chain, this is the wasiyah I received from my mashaykh, and this is also then the wasiyah I give to you as well, those who are physically present and those who are listening as well. Abi Hurairah radiallahu ta'ala anhu anna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qala, idha tashahada ahadukum fal yasta'id billahi min arba'in, yaqulu allahumma إني أعوذ بك من عذاب من عذاب جهنم ومن عذاب القبر ومن فتنة المحيا والممات ومن فتنة من شر فتنة المسيح الدجال رواه مسلم أبو هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه said that the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم said when one of you makes tashahud uh, let him seek refuge uh, in Allah from four things in their tashahud uh, and this is also these things are mentioned by Ibn Abi Zaid uh, in his dua for the end of the for the end of the prayer. The person should say, Oh Allah, I seek refuge in you from the uh, torment of uh, hellfire and from the uh, torment of the grave and from the uh, torments and difficulties and tribulations of life and of death and from uh, uh, the evil of the, uh, the, the torment of uh, the false messiah of the Dajjal. Inshallah, there's so much to say about that as well, especially that last uh, piece, uh, that last part that's mentioned about the Masih Dajjal. I recommend anyone who hasn't been able to do so to go onto the SoundCloud and listen to the recording with regards to the uh, descent of Sayyidina Isa alayhi salam before the end of time and the, the Dajjal as well. وعن علي رضي الله تعالى عنه قال كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا قام إلى الصلاة يكون من آخر ما يقول بين التشهد والتسليم اللهم اغفر لي ما قدمت وما أخرت وما أسررت وما أعلنت وما أسرفت وما أنت أعلم به مني أنت المقدم وأنت المؤخر لا إله إلا أنت رواه مسلم سيدنا علي رضي الله تعالى عنه narrates that the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم he would when he would stand to pray from the last things that he would say between having finished the tashahud and between saying salam in the salat. Uh, 
you would say, Oh Allah, forgive me uh, that thing which I put forward, meaning my misdeeds. Obviously the Prophet has no misdeeds, but those things in his context, it means something. In our context, it means sins and misdeeds. In his context, it means those things that he wishes he could have done better. That he did, but he didn't do them in the way that he felt he should have. Uh, and none of the things that he did, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, were sins. And that thing that I withheld, that thing that I didn't do that I wish I would have done. Um, and in our context, this is what the the things that, that best fit this are the sins, those sins of omission, the times we should have prayed that we didn't pray, we should have spoke up, that we didn't speak up, the times that we should have done something when we held back. Uh, um, so, so I, I see, uh, I, oh Allah, forgive me for the thing that I put forth that I shouldn't have and the thing that I withheld that I shouldn't have and that thing that I did in secret uh, that I shouldn't have and that thing that I did uh, in public that I shouldn't have and uh, my the israf, that, that wastage uh, 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 in, in the things that I, in my affair uh, and that thing that you have more knowledge of than me that all of these things I mentioned there are other things that you have more knowledge of than me about my own sins forgive that as well uh, you're the one who puts things forward and you're the one who, who withdraws things to the back uh, and there's no God except for you Rahu Muslim and something also from this wording also is there in uh, Ibn Abi Zayd in the litany of du'a that he gives wasiyah for a person to read at the end of the prayer وعن عائشة رضي الله تعالى عنها قالت كان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يكثر أن يقول في ركوعه وسجوده سبحانك اللهم ربنا وبحمدك اللهم اغفر لي متفق عليه سيد عائشة رضي الله تعالى عنها narrates that the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم used to say uh, plentifully in his ruku and in his sujood uh, transcendent are you O Allah uh, our Lord uh, 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 and by your praise, O oh Allah, forgive me. And so this is, a, I think, because a lot of us learn how to pray when we're kids. And a lot of us uh, who don't learn how to pray when we're kids, we learn when we're grown up, learn from people who also learn how to pray when they're kids. And so the thing is, what, in Ruku say this three times, and then in Sajda say this three times. Which is fine. The thing that you were taught to say three times in Ruku and Sajda is probably valid and so unless someone told you like you know say abracadabra or what no but like you know you know subhan rabbil azim subhan rabbil a'la the reality that the haqiqah is what is that there's nothing in particular prescribed to say while you're in ruku' or in sajda in ruku' and sajda you're not supposed to read the quran in ruku' in general you don't make dua you make it in sajda but you praise allah ta'ala in both of them and you glorify allah ta'ala in both of them and you make dua in, in the sajda, uh, unlike in the ruku'ah. And so there are a number of different things that are narrated from the Prophet wasallam. So one wonders, well, why is it that, like every Muslim kid, you know, in Mecca is taught, you know, to say, Subhan Rabbil Azim in the ruku'ah, and Subhan Rabbil A'la in the sajda. It's because it's narrated that uh, uh, when the ayah, Sabbih Isma Rabbika Al-A'la was read, Rasulullah wasallam is narrated from him that he said, Ij'aluhu fi sujudikum. Place it in your sajda. I mean, say this. This is a good thing to say in your sajda. Sabbih ismi rabbika al-azim. That, you know, what's the khawatima, the khawatima of surat al-waqi'ah and surat al-haqah. And he's, he's reported to have said, Ij'aluhu fi ruku'ikum. Place this in your ruku'. 
But there are many things, if you read the Athar, there are many things that the Prophet used to say in the Sajda and the Rukur, and there's also many things you can say that are not narrated from him, but you learn from what the types of things that he said, what you can say as well, and obviously the words of the Messenger of Allah وسلم, are, are, are the greatest and the best. But a person learns how to worship the Lord from the one who came and taught us, from the one who sent to teach us uh, what those things are. So, that she said that the Messenger of Allah would say in his in his ruku' and in his sajda. Both of them are the Sigatul Mubalagha. That the one who is emphatically above any blemish, transcendent above any blemish, Quddus, the most emphatically holy and sacred, which again means set aside, unlike the creation, transcendent above the creation, free of any blemish or any shortcoming. Rabbul Malaikati wa Ruh, the Lord of the angels and of the spirits. Obviously, Allah Ta'ala is the Lord of all things, but the mention of the angels and spirits is in this, it's in the context of. Of, 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 of doing the tasbih of Allah Ta'ala and the taqdis of Allah Ta'ala that the, the most holy and most pure from the taint of physicality from the taint of carnality are, are what? the angels and the spirits uh, that, a pers- that this is the, what the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam used to say Murabit Al-Hajj Rahimahullah Ta'ala would say this in his sajda to the point we could hear it He's the one that I, uh, that, that that the one that I saw, you know, saying this this thing in the in the salat. Subuh Qudus, Rabbul Malaikati wa Ruh. The only other person you'll hear saying this most people is perhaps uh, uh, you know, Green Party Desis in between every four rakats of the Taraweeh. So they'll say Subuh Qudus and Rabbuna wa Rabbul Malaikati wa Ruh. But this is a, a tasbih, it's narrated from the Prophet If the Red Party has an objection that you guys are doing bid'ah, maybe you are, but this one thing is not a bid'ah. This one thing is, is, is bakah, it's solid. Someone asked, actually, Mufti Palanpuri one time, the former uh, Salud Mudaris of Deoband, if it's a sunnah to say this between four rak'ahs of taraweeh. He said, it's not a sunnah, but it's a very nice thing to say. So Amanatan, he, he says that, I don't, I mean, he's, he's the one who taught Bukhari for God knows how many decades uh, and knew it inside out. Uh, and so he's like, right, look, you know, I don't see that it's transmitted in that munasabah, you know, in that occasion, uh, that it's transmitted from the aslaf, that this is something to say. But at the same time, it's a wonderful thing to say, and there's nothing wrong with saying it. Just Amanatan, he was saying that it's not a sunnah at that point. But it is a sunnah in your ruku and in your sajda. Uh, and it's a beautiful thing to say, mashallah. When Ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhu, and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qala, فَأَمَّا الرُّكُوعُ فَعَظِّمُوا فِيهِ الرَّبَّ وَأَمَّا السُّجُودُ فَجْتَهِدُوا فِي الدُّعَاءِ فِيهِ فَقَمِنٌ أَنْ يُسْتَجَابَ لَكُمْ فِيهِ So he says, he says that uh, Abdullah bin Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhu, 
uh, it's narrated that he said, uh, uh, as for the rukur, that, the, that he said the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa said, as for the rukur, magnify in it the Lord. Magnify meaning azim, say, 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 talk about his azama, subhanahu rabbil azim. Right? Talk about, magnify, magnify uh, in it the Lord. And as for the sujood, uh, then, then exert yourself in making dua at that time. Why? Uh, because faqaminun yani fahaqiqun. That it is, it is to be right, rightfully expected or expected by right that the, the, the dua that's being made at the time of sajda will be answered. Fun true story. I heard from Sheikh Hashim. Sheikh Hashim was in town the week I was gone. Otherwise, you know, otherwise I would have, have brought him here, even if against his own will. He actually said this. He said this, that there was a, a when he was, I think, in like somewhere in the East Coast, that there was a junkie that came in, random, random came into the, they're like, they called it the masjid, it was musallah, it wasn't a masjid. Because there was not that many Muslims anywhere at the time that he knew of. Uh, or that he was connected with at any rate. He said that there was a junkie walked off the street and uh, wanted to take shahada. And they're like, sure, but like, what, how did you, like, why, what, who, what, wh- how did this happen? He said that he, he was addicted to narcotics so badly he stole from his loved ones. His wife left him, his kids cut themselves off, lost his job, lost this. Nobody, nobody knew him anyway. He said that he was in such a bad place and he tried quitting and he would relapse and he just couldn't do anything. He was completely like at his wit's end. And uh, he said that he saw a picture of like a Muslim praying somewhere, like at a library or something like that, of someone making sajda. And he said the thought occurred to him. Man, if God's going to listen to anybody, he's definitely going to be listening to this guy. You see his face on the floor and everything. So he went home and made sajda for the whole night and uh, 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 just prayed that, like, this thing, like, just help me from this thing. And uh, in the morning, like, you know, it, it, whatever made sense to him to kind of figure out, like, you know, where these people are and, like, connect with them or whatever, join their program or whatever. And, uh, you know, that's that's... That's a that's a big deal, you know. Those types of thoughts people don't have on their own. Allah outputs those types of thoughts in people's hearts, um, and they're undoubtedly, you know, this is the nizam of Allah Taala of His fadl and the creation that He puts these things there to help people. Uh, sometimes supernaturally, uh, um, when there's nobody, that He's the one who uh, answers the the one who's like raw, like depraved with with need. When he calls upon him, um, and so this is what the Prophet was saying. He said, That it is, it is like to be expected by right that the du'a that you made make when you're in sajda, that it should be answered. It's kind of cool. It makes you kind of want to make sajda and make du'a, right? Oh, mashallah, right? Like, you know, like, you're like, oh, namaz, that's, like, boring. Okay, okay, I'm done, I already prayed. Or, like, I'll pray after the classes. But now you're like, okay, like, that's cool. Like, I have stuff I want to ask for, too, mashallah. 
Rahu Muslim. Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu narrates another narration similar to to the first one in its uh, in its uh, import and its meaning that the closest a slave is to his lord uh, is when he is uh, uh, in prostration when he's in sajda. So don't miss out on the opportunity at that time to ask for Allah to call upon Allah Ta'ala and ask uh, ask for 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 things from him much greatly وَعَنْهُ يَعْنِي أَبِي هُرَيْرَةَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ أَنَّ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمَ كَانَ يَقُولُ فِي سُجُودِهِ اللَّهُمَّ اغْفِرْ لِي ذَنْبِي كُلَّهُ دِقَّهُ وَجِلَّهُ أَوَّلَهُ وَآخِرَهُ عَلَانِيَتَهُ وَسِرَّهُ رَوَاهُ مُسْلِمْ أبو هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه uh, narrated that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam would say in his sujood, "Oh Allah, forgive me my sin, all of it, and uh, forgive me my sin, all of it, the minute sins and the great sins, the first sins and the last sins, those that were done in public and those that were done in private." Amin. And all of us are in need of the. Mercy of the Lord. The Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, who had no sins at all, taught us these du'as. Uh, but you know, he taught them to us. Allah Taala, in every moment, increases and augments his rank higher and higher, because we, the ones who need uh, the forgiveness, wouldn't have known how to obtain it if it wasn't for uh, him teaching us. So him saying it wasn't in vain. It, it augments his rank in every moment because uh, this is the, the 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 air that that we breathe with our with our ruh, not with our, uh, not with our, our physical lungs, but with our ruh, and it sustains and it keeps it alive. All of us, all of us need it. All of us need it. It's good. Learn the du'as, inshallah. You're not perfect. Uh, you know, a cursory survey of options will reveal that killing yourself is not going to help. So you may as well, we may as well learn these du'as and, and keep asking for them. Allah Ta'ala forgive us. عن عائشة رضي الله تعالى عنها قالت اقتديت النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ذات ليلة فتحسست فإذا هو راكع أو ساجد يقول سبحانك وبحمدك لا إله إلا أنت وفي رواية فوقعت, فوقعت يدي على بطن قدميه وهو في المسجد وهما منصوبتان وهو يقول اللهم إني أعوذ برضاك من سخطك من سخطك وبمعافاتك من عقوبتك أعوذ بك منك لا أحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك رواه مسلم سيدة عائشة رضي الله تعالى عنها narrates that I uh, followed the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم one night and I uh, felt uh, when he was uh, in Rukur in Sajda, that he was saying, uh, Subhanaka, uh, glory are, uh, gl- glorious and transcendent are you above blemish, of bihamdika, and to you is praise. There is no God except for, except for you, la ilaha illa ant. And in a narration, my hand fell upon the uh, uh, underside of his feet. Of his Mubarak feet, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, while he was in in the masjid, 
uh, which means that I, because the rooms were all connected, so either he was on the masjid side, or it means that he was in sajda. Uh, and his two Mubarak feet were posted up, meaning they're upright, um, like they are in sajda. And he, and this also indicates to you how big, how big the dwelling space was. Um, and he was saying at that time, O oh Allah, I seek refuge in your pleasure from your anger and in your uh, uh, forgiveness from your uh, punishment. And I seek refuge in, in you from you. Uh, I am not able to encompass your praise. Uh, rather, you are the only one. Uh, or rather, you are, can only be described um, by the way that you praised yourself. You're the only one who's able to encompass your own praise. This expression right here, Allahumma inni a'udhu bi ridhaka min sakhatik wa bi mu'afatika min aqubatik wa a'udhu bika minka la uhsi thana'an alayka anta kama athnayta ala nafsik. This is one of the most beautiful expressions of the tawheed of Allah Ta'ala uttered in human language ever. Again, nobody ever said things like this before. That I seek refuge in you from you. The idea is that you see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, behind all things, that all things c come from Him and go to Him. Rather, most people will say, oh, you know, there's a lion chasing me. Allah asks ask you for help and not getting chased down by the lion. Oh Allah, this problem is causing problems. You help me against that problem. The Rasul understood that the entire loop, what the whole thing is, everything controlling all of it was Allah ta'ala. It's very difficult to do. It's very difficult to do. It's good. I can talk about, mashallah, how wonderful the Tawheed is. The next time something happens to me, I'll be like, Allah, this guy spoke him out of, you know, like, out of the sky, right? Why? It's hard. It's hard to do. Admittedly, as a, uh, as a person who struggles with it myself, uh, it's hard to do. And what happens is people say stuff like this, they're fakers, m many of them, not all of them. But imagine what the maqam of that Nabi Sallallahu is that even, even if it wasn't for him, the fakers wouldn't even know how to fake. He's the one who set the, the madar, the standard in, in all of these things. That those who reached anywhere in which these uh, you know, things start to become manifest and real to them, they reach there because of they're following the path of the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the fakers only know how to fake because they saw it from him. Otherwise, it wouldn't occur to anyone to say any of these things ever. When Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqasim radiallahu ta'ala anhu qala kunna inda Rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam faqala ayya'jizu ahadukum an yaksiba fi kulli yawmin alfa hasanatin fasa'alahu sa'ilun min julasa'ihi kayfa yaksibu alfa hasana qala yusabbihu mi'ata tasbihatan fayuktabu lahu alfu hasana aw yuhattu anhu Alfu Khatia, Rawahu Muslim. Call Al Humaydiu Kada, who are Fikitabi Muslimin, O Yuhatu. Call Al Burkaniu, Al Burkaniu Afan Rawahu Shabatu, Abu Rawanata, Wayahil Katanu, and Musa Ledi, Rawahu Muslim Min Jihatihi, Fakalu. Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas he said that we were with the Messenger of Allah uh, uh, who said uh, when he said 
uh, is one of you overwhelmed or unable to uh, earn in every day a thousand uh, uh, good deeds so a man uh, from those who were sitting with the Messenger of Allah وسلم, asked uh, how can a person earn a thousand good deeds he said وسلم, let him uh, uh, make the tasbih of Allah Ta'ala a hundred tasbihat a hundred times um, and he will earn a thousand good deeds or uh, 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 he will have uh, cast off from his burden a thousand sins. And then there's a discussion afterward, is that the, is it or or and? Is it either you'll get the thousand good deeds and get a thousand uh, uh, sins unloaded, or is it you get a thousand good deeds and a thousand sins are unloaded? But both of these narrations come, and uh, it's mentioned that, 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 uh, uh, that there, are, there are also narrations in which it's mentioned as both. So this is the tasbih, right? They, our friends, you know, sometimes they say carrying the tasbih is like a bid'ah, right? It's, they, they, they say carrying the tasbih is a, a reprehensible innovation. Yes, in the sense that the Prophet ﷺ didn't used to carry sibha around with him. Uh, you can say that. But the aslaf in general, by the time of al-Hasan al-Basri, you know, he, he was the one who asked the same question and he said, look, you know, it's become already recognized amongst the people of the Ummah as a sign, one of shi'ar of, of righteousness amongst people. They obviously didn't have a problem with it. So if you're going to say, you know, like you're a bad Muslim because you don't carry tasbih around with you, that's a problem. But the fact that a person should carry it, it also shouldn't be a problem. And this is also something for a person to think about, that if it's a sunnah, it's, you know, narrated in Muslim, that a person should say tasbih a hundred times one might understand why it is that a righteous person would carry a string with like a hundred counters in it. Given that we've already gone through several different awrad that the Prophet ﷺ prescribed as saying things a hundred times. Um, and so that's good. It's good. It reminds you to, uh, of doing it. If it becomes a fashion, uh, then that part's bad. Don't do that part. If someone wants to count, they're like, well, what if I like counting on my hand? They count on your hand. Alhamdulillah. وعن أبي ذر رضي الله تعالى عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال يسبح على كل سلامة من أحدكم صدقة فكل تسبيحة صدقة صدقة وكل تحميدة صدقة وكل تهليلة صدقة وكل تكبيرة صدقة وأمر بالمعروف صدقة والنهي عن المنكر صدقة وَيُجْزِئُ مِنْ ذَلِكَ رَكْعَتَانِ يَرْكَعُهُمَا فِي الضُّحَى رَوَاهُ مُسْلِمْ Sayyidina Abu Dhar رضي الله تعالى عنه Al-Ghifari said that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said uh, every day there are uh, for, every, for every limb uh, that a person has an obligation to give uh, charity, to give sadaqah and every time a person says tasbih, uh, it counts as a charity. And every time a person says tahmid, alhamdulillah, it counts as a charity. And every time a person says tahlil, uh, la ilaha illallah, uh, it's a sadaqah. And every time a person says takbir, Allahu Akbar, it's a sadaqah. Uh, and commanding to that which is right is a sadaqah. And forbidding uh, evil is a sadaqah. And what will suffice a person from the entire count 
that if they do it, the entire count is is is, is sufficed, uh, is that a person should pray uh, uh, two rakahs at the time of duha, at the time after the sun lifts uh, off the horizon uh, until the time uh, of high noon. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of hikmah in it because the prayer is something that engages the entire body and has all of these things mixed into it. Someone says, how is there amr bil ma'ruf and nahi anil munkar? And no one will see it that a person is praying at that time, uh, except for it's also an enjoy- enjoyment to prayer. And even if a person isn't seen, at least that person is uh, uh, absent from the lahu of, of other people at that time, a time that people are... Uh, 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 people are people are engrossed with thoughts with regards to their dunya. One Ummil Mu'minina Juwayriyata bint al Harithi radiallahu ta'ala anha. And then the Biya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam kharaja min indiha bukratan hina sallah subha. Wahiya fi masjidiha. Thumma raja'a ba'da an adha. Wahiya jalisatun fakala mazilti alal halil latifa raktuki alayha. قالت نعم قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لقد قلت لقد قلت بعدك أربع كلمات ثلاث مرات لو وزنت بما قلت منذ اليوم لا وزنتهن سبحان الله وبحمده عدد خلقه ورضا نفسه وزنة عرشه وميداد كلماته رواه مسلم وفي رواية الله سبحان الله عدد خلقه سبحان الله رضا نفسه سبحان الله زنة عرشه سبحان الله مداد كلماته وفي رواية الترمذي ألا أعلمك وأعلمك كلمات تقولينها سبحانك سبحان الله عدد خلقه سبحان الله عدد خلقه سبحان الله عدد خلقه سبحان الله رضا نفسه سبحان الله رضا نفسه سبحان الله رضا نفسه سبحان الله زنة عرشه سبحان الله زنة عرشه سبحان الله زنة عرشه سبحان الله مداد كلماته سبحان الله مداد كلماته سبحان الله مداد كلماته سيد المؤمنين جويرية بنت الحارث رضي الله تعالى عنها It's narrated from her that the Prophet ﷺ left from her one morning when she was uh, uh, when uh, when he he went to go pray the uh, subh prayer, the fajr prayer, uh, while she was sitting in her place of uh, prayer. When he returned after the sun had risen, she was still uh, sitting in that same place, and so he asked her sallallahu alaihi wasallam. You remained uh, in the same condition that I left you uh, in, and she said yes. And so the Prophet ﷺ said, "I have said four things after I left you three times. If those words were to be weighed against all the things that you were saying uh, 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 since I left you." Uh, 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 it would have outweighed them. And uh, what are those? What are those four words or four expressions? Subhanallahi wa bihamdihi adad khalqihi. Transcendent is Allah Taala, 
and to him is above blemish and to his is praise the number of his creation as much uh, in creation is mind-boggling in its number so that I say subhanallah bihamdihi the number of things that are in creation uh, and I say it the number uh, of uh, uh, his uh, you know the pleasure of his self and the uh, uh, weight of his throne which is huge given that the throne is physically larger and more magnificent than all the rest of the creation is put together and uh, I, I say uh, uh, glory is Allah Ta'ala but glory to Allah Ta'ala transcendent above uh, blemish and to him is praise uh, as much as the uh, ink needed to write his words and the kalimat of Allah Ta'ala the kalam of Allah Ta'ala is from his own creation so it's in itself it's an expression of infinity it's it's not from his own creation it's from his own sifat I apologize from his own uh, attributes that it's not from his creation it's from his uh, attributes and so it's therefore it's infinite uh, and so this is also should be part of a person's word of things that they say in the day in a different narration uh, the Prophet ﷺ mentioned the words and the, the expressions separately. Subhanallah, adada khalqihi, subhanallah, rida nafsihi, subhanallah, zinata arshihi, subhanallah, midada kalimati. And in the narration of Tirmidhi, he then says all of them in order one after the other, uh, um, but he says them all three times. Subhanallah, adada khalqihi, subhanallah, adada khalqihi, subhanallah, adada khalqihi, subhanallah, rida nafsihi, subhanallah, rida nafsihi, subhanallah, rida nafsihi, subhanallah, zinata arshihi, subhanallah, zinata arshihi, subhanallah, zinata arshihi, subhanallah, midada kalimatihi, subhanallah, midada kalimatihi, subhanallah, midada kalimatihi. وعن أبي موسى الأشعري رضي الله تعالى عنه أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال مثل الذي يذكر ربه والذي لا يذكره مثل الحي والميت رواه البخاري ورواه مصنف فقال مثل البيت الذي يذكر فيه يذكر الله فيه والبيت الذي لا يذكر الله فيه مثل الحي والميت uh, Sayyidina Abu Musa al-Ashari radiallahu ta'ala anhu he, it's narrated from him uh, from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam that he said that the likeness of the person who remembers Allah ta'ala or who praises Allah ta'ala uh, his Lord and the one who doesn't praise him is like the difference between the living and the dead you say well do you have to you know talk about your religion all the time do you have to talk about deen all the time you have to remember Allah ta'ala all the time you know like uh Mashallah, my wife's lovely, but sometimes a hater relative, H -h hater and hater at the same time, relative, who uh, you know when she called like uh, Ustad from her Ustada from her madrasa to give a bayan at like some party before the wedding, and she like whispers to my mom like, do these people have to like ruin everything? And I said like we're at a wedding, not a janaza, right? It's ironic, it's ironic, it's a wedding, not a janaza. Because the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa what did he say? Is the likeness of the person who remembers his Lord uh, and the one who doesn't remember him is like the, the, the living and the dead, the likeness of the living and the dead. And in the narration of a Muslim is what? The likeness of a house in which Allah is remembered versus a house in which Allah ta'ala is not remembered. It's like the living and the, like the grave versus a living house versus a grave. Um, 
how I- ironic, how ironic. Allah give all of us he died. Mm-hmm. Wonderful person, probably more righteous person than me, alhamdulillah, mashallah. But I'm just saying that was kind of a, you know, in the list of like all time dumb things to say. And Allah forgive us all for, I, I, have, I have like three or four entries on the top 10 list. So alhamdulillah, <laughs> you know, not trying to judge nobody. Um, you know, but it, it's, it's, no, nobody knows any better until, until they learn. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the style. It's good. Go home and like make the in the house a little bit. It's okay. It's good. It'll it'll bring barakah into the house. It will make a, a house worth worth uh, living in rather than something that people that remember in the next world and cast themselves and their loved ones out over. Which is you nobody wants to go there. Nobody wants to be in that situation. أنا عند ظني عبدي بي وأنا معه إذا ذكرني فإن ذكرني في نفسي في نفسه عفوا ذكرت في نفسي وإن ذكرني في ملأن ذكرته في ملأن خير منهم متفق عليه سيدنا أبو هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه he uh, narrates that the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم said that the Lord Most High said I am as my slave thinks of me Obviously, there's more to it, but that's a big deal, right? I am as my slave thinks of me, and in in a, in another narration that goes that he'll say those words, and he said, "Let this so let my slave think of me, whatever he wishes." So if you think Allah Taala to get to get you, then maybe he is, you know. And if you think of Allah Taala being merciful, Allah Taala being compassionate, even if some people don't like that word. Uh, if people think of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as being, you know, uh, 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 gentle with the person, then that's what's going on. I mean, think of it this way. Perhaps the wrong crowd to bring it up with, except for maybe I think Abu Hamid will know what I'm talking about. Okay? Imagine you're, you're in love with a woman, she's in love with you. Okay? And then all of a sudden one day, all she's talking about, oh, you don't really love me, you don't really love me, you don't really love me. It's like, what are you talking? And then you're like, oh my God, I bought you this gift and I spent all the time with you and I said these nice things to you and you wanted like, you know, a cheeseburger and fries and I went and got it for you. No, you don't really, it's just paranoid that you somehow or another like, you know, and you're not going to stay with me, you're going to leave and you're going to, as a, mashallah, a dedicated alpha male, Okay. Would this make you happy, like, with this situation, or would it annoy the living smack out of you? It would annoy you, right? Yes, ma'am. You know I'm here. (laughs) It would annoy the smack out of him. It would annoy the smack out of him. I know you're here, and I know you're not the type of person who would do that, and I also know that you're armed, and that this barrier is not thick enough to stop a bullet. We didn't get the plexiglass yet, you know? We have some, you know, we we have a very humble... Set up over here. We haven't bought the plexiglass bulletproof thing yet, right? So trust me, I thought about it, right? You're not the one to do it, and I ain't the one to get, get capped. It wouldn't be endearing, would it, right? The Lord, the Lord gives so much to us, so much. And, and you, you know what? A person's like, no, but I'm so bad, and I commit so Allah Ta'ala already in advance, like, by just say, ask for forgiveness, and I'll forgive you. Don't ask, I'm going to forgive you anyway. So that's not good. It's not a nice way of being with the Lord to be like, oh, you know, I'm going to go to hell for sure and I'm this and I'm that and you know, Allah's out to get me and this. Even the thing that you think is a test and you think is punishment, there's like a thousand mercies in it and you just, you're not able to see it because you're so obsessed with yourself 
Uh, and again, it doesn't mean that like, you know, like sin is okay or that like, you know, whatever. Uh, um, but but the point is, is that what? That I am as my slave thinks of me. A person should be like, okay, you know, I may have let myself down, but Allah was never going to let me down. You know, that itself, that itself, in it is Tawheed right there. Just to think about that, that's why you already accepted inside of that thought, the premise of that thought even being, you know, uttered in the secret of a, a man's heart, already accepts that there's Allah is God and there's no God except for him. You know, you're not thinking about like, you no know, Krishna and like, you know, stuff in there at that point, you know? Except for maybe as a person who like historical figure or whatever. But I'm saying you're not thinking about no like pantheon at that Zeus and like Marvel characters and DC characters. You're not thinking about any of that stuff at that point, right? Uh, uh, that that person is thinking that like I might have let myself down so many, but Allah Ta'ala will never let me down. Uh, then that's like, okay, yeah, like, you know, he did good by you and you're like appreciating it. It's a good sign. Anyhow. Allah Ta'ala said, and there's so many things, like, okay, if I say anything about psychology, all the clinical psychology people are going to be like, oh, you're not qualified to talk about that because it's not your training. Okay, yeah, I get it. I'm not, but everybody, listen, I'm not qualified to talk about clinical psychology. So if you guys have episodes where you have, like, you know, breakfast with the Hamburg Blur on the moon uh, and things like that, please go see, like, a, a psychiatrist. Don't, you know, I'm not going to prescribe you anything. I'm, I'm, go. But for the rest of us who have, like, a psyche that we have to deal with within a normal set of parameters, Right, this is so much. So much of a person's burdens will be re- relieved. You know, the strain that pushes a person over the edge of insanity, uh, uh, it, it would be relieved by just remembering that that okay, I let myself down, but Allah Ta'ala is not going to let me down. And that's one of the reasons that that you know the modern life is so uh, you know just horrible for people's mental health is because of that. Because they take it all on themselves and they never take time to remind themselves to make the dhikr of Allah. Did they ever make the dhikr of Allah in your place of work or in your university you went to? No, absolutely not, right? That's why people, you know, have to have hotlines in order to, like, convince themselves not to, like, I don't know, slit their own wrist or something like that, right? Which is a normal person wouldn't have that thought if they're in a normal circumstance. Something's gone really, really, really wrong until you get to that point. Because we have failed states in the world, you know, that have no government, no running water, uh, no garbage, no toilets, none of that stuff. Like, literally, people are living a very bare-bones existence where every hope or dream a person ever had, you know, uh, was kind of a joke to even think about. And the one thing that they thought might work out for them was crashed in front of their eyes and everybody they knew laughed at them. And they're not only still mentally put together, they're happy. <clears throat> Why? Because, you know, the Adhan is there five times a day, and even if those people are not going to win the Imam Ghazali Award for, like, excellence and, like, like philosophical uh, uh, whatever uh, intellectual contribution to Islamic civilization, but still this much is there, you know, around them that, uh, that, that they know that, you know, the Lord is there and, like, Allah Ta'ala is merciful and that, you know, things are going to be all right. One day will come, everything will be all right. So he says, Allah Most High said, I am uh, as my slave thinks of me. And I am with him when he remembers me. You make the dhikr of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala is with you. So, but I'm such a big sinner. Okay, you know, you, if you didn't think you were a big sinner, you'd be an even bigger sinner. So, welcome to the club. You become a Sufi. You know, like, you become, you become a righteous person. You become righteous. You become pious. You know, welcome to the club. In that moment, you, you made it. You made it. We made it. You, we made it. We made it. Alhamdulillah, mashallah. Congratulations, everybody. Like, mashallah, someone literally brought a box of donuts to the ribat today. Because what? Because we made it. Someone's like, well, that's not a big deal. That didn't seem very hard. Well, guess what? There's so many people not making it. So alhamdulillah. Uh, he says that, that I am with my slave 
while he's remembering me. And if you ever fall off the boat, just make the dhikr of Allah Ta'ala again, and it's all forgive. You're back. You're back on track. Uh, not not everyone's equal. There's some people who've been ahead and doing what they need to be doing for a long time now. But you know, at, at any rate, we're on the other side of the line now. We have another journey within that place, but we've made it there. Alhamdulillah, mashallah. Um, that that I'm with my slave while he's remembering me and while he's praising me. And if he praises me inside of his self, I praise him inside of myself. If he praises me amongst others, then I also praise him amongst others that are better than the ones that he praises me amongst them. وَعَنْهُ قَالَ قَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمَ سَبَقَ الْمُفَرِّدُونَ قَالُوا وَمَا الْمُفَرِّدُونَ يَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ قَالَ الذَّاكِرُونَ اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا وَالذَّاكِرَاتِ رُوِيَ وَالْمُفَرِّدُونَ بِتَشْدِيدِ الرَّائِي وَتَخْفِيفِهَا وَالْمَشْهُورُ الَّذِي قَالَهُ الْجَمْهُورُ التَّشْدِيدُ So it can be المفردون المفردون. Both of them are uh, Both of them are narrated hmm? Yeah And it says that the, the, the majority of the narrators Narrate it with a تَشْدِيد With a شَدَّ مُفَرِّد Instead of مُفْرِد so uh, uh, the uh, uh, Abu Hurairah who also narrates that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, the Mufarridun have won, have won the race. Here's the they outstripped all the others. Mufarrid means what? Fard, fard with a dal, not with a dad like fard. Is it further? Is it just a similar? No, is fard with a dal means like one. And mufarrid are the ones who have like singular that have singular focus. Here, the tafrid that's being mentioned is what Ibn Allan mentions that the ones who are singularly focused on the pleasure of the Lord. Those people who have a singular focus on the pleasure of the Lord and on the highest of ranks uh, uh, with Him. And uh, the perfect witnessing of him, and the most uh, virtuous of states with him. So those people, the people who did that, they they won the race. Uh, they outstripped everybody else. And the companions of the Allah on whom said, "Who are the mufarridun, O Messenger of Allah?" He says, "Qala zakirun Allah kathiran wazakirat." Right, the ones that are mentioned in the Quran, Surah Al-Ahzab. Right, the the, the 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 men and women who worship Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Plentifully, dhikr is not just not not just mentioned in one place as dhikr being a virtue in kathra. Adhakirun Allah kathiran, udhkurullah dhikran kathiran. That 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 more than one place dhikr is mentioned with what, with the qualifier of being done with plentifulness. That it's not just you just said it once and you move on. Someone's like, well, why do I have to say it a hundred thousand? Times. Why do I have to say it a hundred times or a thousand times? Uh, I can say it once. Then say it once. First of all, people don't say it once anymore anyway, you know. Uh, they don't. No, Ustadji Mawlana Hassan, who, to whom I narrate the, 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 the Musalsa. I literally heard this in a band. Because I know that I've met the Mashaykh, and I sat in the majlis of the Mashaykh that he sat with, ex- with some exception. Uh, with the exception of Mulan Musa Khan, all of his mashayikh after that that came and left, I sat in their in their majalis. 
Mu'ana Musa rahimahullah ta'ala, my classmates had met him, but he passed away before I got to, before I got to uh, Jamia Madaniya. And they said that they, digged, they dug his grave, he's buried next to Mu'ana uh, 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 Ahmad Ali Lahori rahimahullah ta'ala. And Mu'ana say the Hamid Mia, the Bani of the Jamia Madaniya and, and Lahore, the three of them are buried in the same, like, the same place in the Miani Saab uh, graveyard. They said that when they buried, the, they opened the grave, that the, even before they placed him in, there was uh, uh, perfume coming from the grave and some students kept the dirt of his grave. I smelled it. They, they met him before, Mu'ana Musa Khan. Amazing, he wrote like a hashia on the Tafsir al-Baydawi, which most people can't even read. Um, he wrote like a two-volume work on the Lafz al-Jalala, which is, I don't know if anyone ever did that in the history of Islam. What is the word, you know, a two-volume work about the word Allah. Uh, so many things. I may have mentioned some of the other books and, you know, uh, Ash'ar and things like that in, in Dars from before. So, Ustaji, I saw, you know, I, I know when people take bay'ah, they would come and take bay'ah, they take the tariq from them. The first, the first uh, uh, word that, 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 that they, they would give, you know. Ustaji, you know, I hear the bayan from the people that come to take bay'ah. He'll say, he'll be like, you should be saying this this many times, this that many times, and this the other one this many times. But, uh, you know, I know people are busy and nobody says their word anyway. So, uh, nowadays. Because they remember when people used to take those things seriously, right? We read the old books, you know, people used to make a lot of dhikr, even the dhikr we make over here. This is something like, I think, like less than one-seventh of the word of la ilaha illallah, Allah, Allah, that we say over here. And that's like part of like a, lo- a larger word that people used to say in the old days. And that's for the normal people. The hafad, their word is longer. The ulama, their word is longer. The people who are professionally uh, 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 engaged, you know, in, in the work of deen, their word is longer. The tablis, their word is supposed to be longer, and they don't say it anymore. The students of knowledge, their word is supposed to be longer. They don't say it anymore. So he says, you know what? No one even says the normal one anymore. So how about this? The thing that used to say a hundred times, say them like you say it ten times. He goes, look, I even know the person maybe is busy. He goes, I'll give you even a discount if you can't do it. At least say it once. Say, subhanAllah, alhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah, allahu akbar, wa la hawla, wa la quwata illa billah once. Say, astaghfirullah, rabbi bin kulli dhanbin wa atubu ilayhi once. Say, salat and salam, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala Ali Muhammad. Kama sallita ala Ibrahim wa ala Ali Ibrahim, innaka hamidu majid. Allahumma barak ala Muhammad wa ala Ali Muhammad. Kama barak ta'ala Ibrahim wa ala Ali Ibrahim, innaka hamidu majid. Say it once. He goes, if you come to me and say that that's too much, I don't know what to tell you. There are some people, if someone, if you told them to say Allah and they, they said it's too much and you just said say the Alif, they're still not going to say the Alif. I'm like, again, I'm not like beating down on other people. Like I'm not the one who's like making so much liquor and stuff like that or whatever. But it's just one of those things that you realize at some point or another, it's it's tawfiq from Allah Ta'ala that you even get these things. You, know, you got to try hard. And the, the, reason, the way you get the tawfiq, it's like a mystery. It's intertwined. If you don't want it, you're not going to get it. You know, you want, you need to want, but even to want it is also, you're getting something, you know. So it's one of those things you kind of got to focus. So the person who's mufarrid that has a singular focus, this, this is what they want. Uh, those are the people who are going to make it. And who are those people? They're the ones who make the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala uh, plentifully. Evakirin Allah kathiran wa uh, Allah Ta'ala make us from amongst them.